Hello, welcome to the Choose Love podcast. My name is Scarlett Lewis, and I'm the founder of the Jesse Lewis Choose Love movement. Our mission is to offer essential life skills and tools that help us connect in healthy and meaningful ways to manage our emotions, to grow through difficulties and challenges we face in life, to make responsible decisions and more. We're actually not born with these life skills, but we can learn them at any age and they provide a direct path to finding meaning and purpose in our life and to flourishing. And we need them now more than ever. The Choose Love movement is now in over 10,000 schools, homes, and communities across the country and over 110 countries. And today we have a very special guest and this feeds right into my beautiful, beautiful special guest, Stephanie Bierman, uh, who, who I have known since middle school. She's been a dear, precious friend of mine. When uh, Jesse died in the Sandy Hook tragedy, my six-year-old son, Steffi, was immediately by my side listening to what I wanted to do afterwards, how I wanted to choose love in my thoughtful response and address the cause of the pain and suffering uh, that led to the tragedy at Sandy Hook. And uh, Steffi jumped right on board to help me create a solution. And I will be forever thankful to my dear friend, Stephanie Bierman. Welcome to the Choose Love podcast. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here. Any chance to talk to you is a wonderful thing. And any chance to talk about Choose Love, the message, Jesse's message, and and social and emotional learning and how essential it is um, even more now so than ever. So I'm so excited to be here. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Steffi. And, you know, you know, that is true because you were a school counselor for over 15 years. Absolutely. And it's funny because I was a school counselor teaching social and emotional learning, but we didn't call it that back then. Um, I think it was more like character education or just like pro-social mm. behaviors. But I don't think social and emotional learning was necessarily the buzzword and um, really what it went as at that time. But it was all working with students, um, classroom guidance and individual sessions and group sessions to really teach kids all of those skills they need to be the best that they can be, to be able to get along with others, to be able to persevere with challenges, to deal with their feelings, to handle anger and challenging feelings, to make good choices. All of those same things that are at the core of social and emotional learning is what I was doing back then. It just really wasn't called that. And I don't think it was at the forefront as much. And so when the tragedy happened and you were going to start this of course, I was going to jump to it because you're my friend and I'd support you to the ends of the earth. But it was easy as well because it was Jesse's powerful message, but it resonated. It took me full circle back to my counseling days and everything I believed then and even more so now. So it was a really cool full circle. I had left counseling to start a family. So to be able to come full circle by your side as a friend and with Jesse's powerful message and the whole meaning and purpose behind it, but to actually believe in it and have it in a different framework with the formula was just a really cool and um, there was a synchronicity to it, you know, and I really feel like that's 
that's, you know, it was just meant to be that way, you know? It was definitely meant to be. And uh, you actually became our program director for many years. You oversaw um, the, the creation of the Choose Love Enrichment Program, uh, along with a few other absolutely beautiful, incredible educators and, uh, and, and education professionals. Um, and it, it spread like wildfire because these are literally essential skills. They're called essential life skills. We're not born with them. We need to learn them. And they're simple lessons that can literally change your life. Uh, and, and they stay with you for life. So important. I was so just blessed, Steffi, to have you by my side, helping me, guiding me. Uh, it was at your direction that we aligned the entire program with the American School Counselor Association Mindsets and Behaviors. Um, you said that, you know, as a, as a school counselor, there wasn't an actual program but you took from various programs and had to create your own. And this was going on across the country. And you said, wow, it would be so wonderful if, if school counselors who a lot of times are responsible for teaching social and emotional intelligence could have one program that they could pull from, that it would be so great. And, and they agreed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was amazing. It was really neat to be a part of that, to be on the other side of it and not working in the schools anymore, but to be able to give resources to counselors that I wish I had had when I was a counselor. Cause I did, I used to pull from all sorts of different resources, kind of piecemeal it together. There were some programs, but I'll, I'll be honest, a lot of them uh, didn't fit exactly or they were just way too expensive and so you have limited budget or a no budget as a counselor so you're really just spending for yourselves a lot of the times and so to be able to um, be a part of putting together a program that's one-stop shopping and that has a strong message and just that formula at its core and that to be able to be a part of building that and getting that out there to counselors and educators so that if they were in my shoes and they didn't have a budget or they had limited funding and to be able to have that and be able to use it immediately. And the coolest thing is too, half the time you order these programs and you're waiting on them and, um, and then you get them and then you have to kind of this one, it was like, literally, I want this program. I need this program. Guess what? I download it and I can hit the ground running like the next day. And for a counselor, when you're dealing with students and issues and needs and behaviors and problems and to be able to do that and me be a part of providing that and putting that together for counselors was just kind of a joy to be able to do that. It was so amazing. And today we're here in celebration of another accomplishment of yours, you just released a children's book called Feelings Are a Trip. Yes, and it's it's a dream. And I feel like really Choose Love inspired it. Everything kind of comes full circle. When I was a counselor, I remember I did a lot of art therapy and bibliotherapy, which basically just means I used a lot of books um, in working with children. And I felt that that books can start a conversation and engage children in a way that oftentimes conversation can't, or at least initially it can't. So I would use a lot of books and working with children. And there were always books that I wish I had that I didn't. Um, 
on topics and different things. Um, and so I would write scripts and I would doodle and I would use them with my kids. And I always said, one day I'm going to publish a book, but then life gets in the way and you get busy and you do another things. And then I started with Choose Love and it just sort of led me to this um COVID's been a hard time but COVID also made me reflect and say hey you know what are you waiting for do this take this moment seize it put some good into it and people kids uh adults are dealing with overwhelming challenging feelings right now so many feelings um it's 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 really been overwhelming for a lot of folks not just kids but adults too and so I said you know what let's let's do it and I sat down and I wrote it actually in like two days. And that's when I knew it was right because it just came to me. Um, literally the words just came to me and poured out. And I really didn't change it much from what I wrote in those two days. And that's when I knew it was kind of just right. It just felt right. And it was the right timing. It was the right script. It was the right words. And um, yeah, so I can't believe I'm here talking about it. And it's actually a thing that I can hold in my hand. So yeah. So it's been exciting. I it's it's amazing. It's an amazing book. And one of the things that I thought after my first read of it was that, you know, we call this a children's book. <laughs> and I'm going back now and I'm thinking how many books that I read my kids and kind of close my mind to, to my own learning, because this, this book really should be considered a family book, not necessarily a children's book because the, the lessons in here are for all of us. And even if we know this stuff, it's a great reminder and every, I mean, I need to be reminded that feelings are a trip and that even difficult feelings, they come and they go. And it's, it's such an absolute beautiful message because you go through the, some major feelings that we have, whether they be good or bad. And you remind us of that, that even if, you know, you're feeling uh, sad or angry, uh, the book shows you how to move, how to move through those feelings. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. I was hoping when I wrote it, it spoke to me as well. So I was hoping that, you know, it would be sort of, it's about feelings, but it's also just these little life messages and different little mantras. It's rhyming. So some of the words stick with you and they, they give me little inspirations here and there when I'm dealing with different things. Um, but yeah, the idea was I want kids to see feelings as not something to be scared of. They're okay. The good ones are, are wonderful, but the bad ones are okay too. And they're just a part of life. They're normal. They are okay. We all feel them. It's a part of life. And guess what? Everybody has their own adventure. So everybody has their own feelings adventure. And you know what? Somebody might be feeling happy when you're feeling sad. It's okay. You're walking different paths, different journeys. And it's, but we're all going through these ups and downs and these journeys. And I wanted to see it as like, put a positive spin on feelings. So we're not sort of fearful and scared of them that we, we welcome them and they're okay because we're going to learn, we're going to grow. It's an experience. It's part of our journey. And guess what? We'll go to 
worlds that are a little more difficult, feeling worlds that are a little bit more challenging. But guess what? We're going to come out on the other side and then we'll be traveling to another world. Just like you travel, some places you stay a long time. Sometimes you just go for a day or two. Uh, you know what I mean? So to make it like this adventure and like this trip and make it fun and put a little positive spin on it and to know that, you know what? I'm not the only one going through this. Everybody goes through this. Everybody's journey is a little different, but we all experience these feelings and they're not to be scared of because I think that's the problem. Anytime we are not acknowledging and dealing with feelings is where pretty much all the problems come up um, because when we try to avoid them, deny them or stuff them, um, they're not going away you have to kind of face them head on. So I wanted to put them in a positive light so that kids would be better able to face them. Um, they learn kind of the body signs so that they can actually identify what they're feeling. Cause you have to know what you're feeling before you can face it and navigate it. So you learn to identify how you're feeling and then you have some little ways to manage it and face it and navigate it. And I feel like that's the only way that it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, um, I think it's key that you, you know, the understanding. And when you say children, I mean, I think, gosh, adults yep. too, yep. that we understand this is a journey. You're not alone. You're not the only one feeling these feelings. We all feel these feelings. It gives us a, a the book gives us a different perspective on these feelings, which I think is great. I'd like to read, I want to read page two. Um, this is one of my favorite pages in the whole book, but um, let me read this. Yeah. I think you'll soon see that feelings aren't so bad. They're just a part of life. It's okay to feel happy or sad. Feelings always come and go. We move in and out of each one, like traveling to different places. There may be clouds, but we'll see the sun. We'll learn how we're feeling. Our body lets us know. It talks to us with body signs like it's putting on a show. When we listen to our body signs, it helps us know where we are. If we don't like a feeling land, we can do something to travel far. Okay, let's get going. This adventure must start. There's nothing you need to pack right now. You just need your brain and heart. Open your eyes, see all there is to see. The first land we're headed to will fill your heart with glee. <laughs> I love the way you read that. That sounded awesome. <laughs> While I'm reading it, I'm thinking I should have you, you should be reading this, but um, I don't know if you have your book right in front I, of you. I do. Uh, Later on, I can either read the whole thing or read a couple pages. I would love to, but I love hearing you read it and hearing your voice um, with those <laughs> words. That's really, really cool. That was really, really cool. I'm like, I've known you since you're, we've been 13 and that's really I know. Neat. But yeah, Aww. I did. I just wanted people to embrace feelings and to see it as an adventure. I think if you see it as an adventure and something that's positive, you're less afraid and you're more willing to face it head on. And that's the only way that we can do it is face these feelings head on. And you know what? Just face them, sit with them. You know, it's okay. And you're going to be okay. And you're going to pass through and you're going to go to the next one. And it's part of a normal journey. And you are not your feelings. That's another thing. Kids get angry. And they're like, I'm angry. No, you're not angry. You're feeling angry. There's a big difference. You are not your anger. You are feeling anger. Do you know what I mean? 
And oh, I know what you mean. And I know some adults that need to have that lesson too. Absolutely. It's it's really powerful. It's semantics, but it's really Really powerful because I think sometimes we get, especially with these big challenging feelings, we get stuck in them. And then we start to like, feel like we are them and that's all we are and we're never going to get out of it. And that's whether it's sadness or anxiety or anger. I am sad. I am anxious. I mean, those I am statements and we're actually telling ourselves that we are these things. And then you feel like that's, that's who you are. No, that's not who you are. That is how you're feeling. And it's a feeling and it will, you'll get out of it. You'll move past it, but it's important to recognize it. You know, I'm feeling angry right now. I'm not anger, but I'm feeling angry. And now what? Right. But you have to acknowledge it first to be able to deal with it. And um, at the core of social emotional learning is recognizing feelings awareness, right? Recognizing how you feel and then being able to manage those feelings. And so in order to do that first, you have to recognize how you're feeling. And that's why I did little body signs. And there's so many more than what I wrote in the book, but just learning to be in tune with your body because we have these gut feelings and we have these body signs and they're our friend. They're letting us know how we feel. They're, they're like, hello, hey, you know, listen to me and your body's helping you out, you know, and it's letting you know how you're feeling. And then you acknowledge it and you say, okay, I'm feeling this way right now. And that's okay, right? That's okay. Other people have felt this you know, it's okay. And now what? Right. And then it's like, there's things you can do to get past that or to, to travel to a different place. Right. So that's kind of what it's all about. It's making feelings more approachable, uh, less threatening and more manageable. And I feel like that's at the heart of everything, you know? Oh, absolutely. And there's so much science behind the benefit of, of learning this. And I'll just say that, There's a researcher, a social sciences researcher out of the University of Texas at Houston. Her name is Brene Brown. A lot of the listeners may be familiar with her. Uh, She wanted to know how emotionally intelligent we are as a society. So she spent several years, interviewed several thousand people, and uh, found through her research that there are 2,000 labels for emotions. And to be considered relatively emotionally intelligent, you need to be able to label 30. And do you know how many the vast majority of us could label, Steffi? Oh, God. I, I bet it is very, very small. Well, if 30 is relatively emotionally intelligent, how many do you think that the majority of us could label? Oh, gosh. Maybe like six. Um, that's, that's actually a little high. It's actually three. Oh gosh. That's, that's scary <laughs> happy, when you think about sad, that. pissed, uh, mad. Yeah. She says pissed, but, um, it's so interesting because when you think about the importance of that, I fast forward in your book to anger yep. because that's a feeling that we all feel, but some of us have, you know, some, some issues with anger. It doesn't really feel good, 
But I think about the anger iceberg where anger is what you see. Yep. But there's, you know, there's always something underlying that. And you have to be able to identify that to manage your anger. Otherwise, you can't do it. And so that's why this is so important for for all of us. Yes. And it's funny that you said the anger and how people are scared of anger. Because on one of the pages, this is one of my favorite lines. And people think I'm crazy when I say this. But I say... Say hello to anger. Treat it like a friend. Do things to be calm. Don't break. Just bend. Like a boiling Mm. pot of water, you must let go of the steam. If you stay in control, you'll be on the winning team. Hang in there, cool down. Then your vision will surely clear. Turn that anger into passion for something you hold dear. And I like that because if you treat anger like a friend, a friend is nothing to be afraid of right? Your friend, your friend is your friend. And so anger is a scary, big feeling. But if you say hello to it and sit with it and it's a friend, nothing to fear. Let's, let's work through this as a friend to friend. Let's, I got this. It's trying to tell you something. It's It's giving you a sign. Exactly. And if you treat it like a friend and sit with it, instead of denying it, avoiding it, stuffing it, that's where problems come up. But if, Numbing it. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> right. if you treat it like a friend and you sit with it, then you, you realize it has less power over you, right? If you treat it like a friend, it's got less power over you. Now you're in control, right? You've said hello, mm-hmm. you're sitting with it, and now you know what it is. Okay, I am feeling angry right now. It's a big feeling, but guess what? I'm acknowledging it. I'm saying hello to it. I'm treating it like a friend. And now I can actually work with it. And now what are we going to do? You know, and, and I feel like that's so important with those big challenging feelings is we do that. We say hello to it. So you take the fear away. You exactly. take the fear away from it. You sit with it and you, you make friends with it. And then you can actually have power and control over it. And it's empowering. It's a very empowering thing for kids and for adults to learn that. And, um, and if you can sit with a feeling, observe it and trying to learn what it's telling you, not only will it pass more quickly, but it can actually benefit you. So, um, so at the back of the book, that's why we said feelings passport. Don't forget these things on your feelings trip. And there's a list of things that were some of the most important thing that I've learned as a counselor and educator and just a person, (laughs) some of the most valuable lessons I've learned about feelings. You know, and one of those is that feelings give us information. They are like visitors with a message. And if you can sit with a feeling, observe and try to learn what it's telling you, it will pass more quickly. And we all have feelings, but we are not our feelings. And what you feel is never wrong. All feelings are welcome. And I think if you treat it like that, like, hey, I'm welcoming these feelings. I'm not scared of them. I'm not shying away from them. I'm welcoming them because they're going to help me, uh, help my life journey. They're part of my journey. Um, so I think that's important. So that passport page is just 10 things that are really important things to learn or to remember about feelings. So that was the whole idea behind it is just, let's look at these feelings, but let's reframe them and make them not so overwhelming and scary, especially at a time right now where everyone is feeling a little scared, worried, overwhelmed, you know? 
everyone. And, and I, there is nothing more important than what you're saying in this book in, in, in life, no more important understanding than understanding our feelings. You even have extension activities, which I know all educators and even parents now that they have their kids at home are looking for. And so you've got four extension activities that you can do with your kids, uh, games you can play, um, different ways to continue the learning through action. And I love that. Yeah. And it was so hard to limit it to just a few, but I didn't want to get carried away with it. But there really are so many things that you do and there's can do. And there's things that you can take just from the lines in the, in the book um, that, that can help you just sort of have dialogues. It can open up dialogues um, with families. And when you said it's a good family book, I hope that it will be read with children and families and that they can have discussions about feelings because that's another thing we don't talk about feelings for some reason we're often scared or embarrassed or we just dance around them a lot and I think adults do that a lot too and then it makes it very confusing for kids because it's like okay if you're not talking about it well then I'm not going to talk about it and then let's just hide it avoid it deny it stuff it and that's a really not a good thing long term because the feelings have to come out. They have to be addressed. They have to be processed, navigated, and they're going to come out somewhere, you know? So, um, so I think it's really important to have that open dialogue as a family and for adults, um, to communicate about their feelings and talk about them and be open about them and okay with them because we're modeling how they can, children can then deal with them. And if we're not modeling that open communication and talking about them and expressing them and acknowledging them, then we're kind of showing kids that we don't talk about them, you know, like we stuff. And they're not going to do it either. Exactly. So it's really important. So hopefully, you know, this will be open up a dialogue um, of just talking about, hey, how you're feeling and what does that world look like to you? Um, one of the activities that I don't even know if it's one of the ones in the back, but just after you read this with a child, just say, okay, what does your anger world look like? What does it look like, sound like, feel like? What colors mm. are in it? What mm. shapes are in it? What images do you see? What words do you hear? What is that world like? And um, you can talk about that if your child's not a artistic or doesn't like to draw. You can just talk about it if they're more of a talker. Um, if they can't, a lot of kids can't express how they feel. So it's like, well, show me, get a piece of paper out. Just show Mm. me, what does it look like? What does that look like and feel like? Who do you see there? Right? Like who's in that world? Who do you see? Mm. What do you see? What colors, you know, what everything. And it's just exploring that world. And if you see it as a world, I'm traveling there. I'm just checking it out. What does it look like? Just like you would go on a trip right? And you'd go to a new country, right? And what does it look like, feel like, sound like, you know? And you can do that with all those feeling worlds, the good ones and the bad ones, because it's important to know how you feel in the good worlds too. What does that look like? You have to know what they each look like to differentiate them. You know what I mean? So your feelings don't all get just shoved together as one big feeling, right? So you can do that with all of them. And I think if you present it in that way, again, it's less scary. You know, you draw these pictures and, or if a child doesn't want to draw, you can take magazine, cut out pictures, words. What does it look like, feel like, sound like, you know, make your own feelings journal and explore these worlds, you know, 
your travel journal. I love that. Yeah, so I, I love that. It's the number one extension activity actually in the book. And it's so important because then it helps kids recognize what they're yep. feeling. And they really know <laughs> if you talk about what does that really feel like? You know, I gave some simple body signs, um, but everybody's body signs are different. What, what signs my body gives me to let me know I'm anxious might be totally different from yours. Um, I gave some common ones just to kind of get that started. But then I think that's where you can delve a little deeper, you know, as a family or if you're a counselor or educator working with children, you can delve a little, delve a little be- deeper and say, hey, what does that feel like, look like, sound like to you? What signs? Yeah, let me give an example. You, so I'm going to, I'm reading from your book. You found the land of worried. You'll feel so unsure. Imagine being sick with absolutely no cure. Your mind will surely race. You may have an upset tummy. With a fast racing heart, you'll feel awfully crummy. Your mind will tell you things that really aren't true. You'll feel so uncertain, like you haven't a clue. Yep. And so we saw the right there, you know, I heard my tummy's upset. My heart's racing. I feel crummy. I might not even be able to label what that feels like, but I know it's crummy. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Right? Yeah. I'm unsure. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I'm unsure. My mind is telling me things. So maybe my mind's racing and maybe I'm having these messages that are just really bringing me a lot of stress. So I tried to give a few indicators or body signs, body messages, body clues, you know, little things that I know in my 15 plus experience of working with children and just life, um, little signs. That and the choose love movement absolutely. and writing curriculum. Absolutely. Yeah. These are kind of some of the common signs, but again, then it's just a springboard for exploring because everybody feels things a little differently. It looks a little different. It feels a little different to everybody. And um, what I might feel and what my body shows me when I'm feeling certain ways might look very, very different from somebody else's. And that's okay too, you know? Um, but yeah, these body signs are like your body's way of like helping you out and saying, Hey, you know what? You're, you're starting to feel this way and like heads up, you know? And, and then if you can say, Oh, okay. You know, my head's racing, my heart's racing. Um, I'm not, I'm feeling kind of upset. I've got butterflies in my tummy. That means I'm starting to get anxious. Now, then you can start having that dialogue. Okay, so I'm starting to feel anxious. Hello, anxiety. What's going on here? Then you start saying, hey, why am I feeling this way? Right? And then you pinpoint it. And then it's like, well, what can I do? What can I do to get rid of that tummy, butterflies in my tummy? Well, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to take a courageous breath, right? Mm, Yes. Choose love stuff, right? I'm going to take a deep, you know, breath of courage to help me deal with these anxious feelings, right? And that might alleviate my racing heart and my upset tummy, you know? And so then you go from there. But again, you can't deal with these feelings until you acknowledge what they are. And that, that means listening to your body you know, in those body signs. So it really, yeah, there's that saying that you have to name it to tame it. Absolutely. And that's kind of like that line I said, where it was like, hello, anger, you know, say hello to anger, treat it like a friend. (laughs) Yeah, it's a friend. And it's true. And it gives kids, I hope that this book gives kids and adults or whoever's reading it, they feel more empowered, you know, that the feelings don't have me, I have the feelings, I'm in control of this. 
right? Mm, um, yes. And, and, you know, with that, now I know my body signs, right? Now I know what my body's telling me. Now I know that, hey, this is what anger feels like. Now I know a few things I can do when I'm anger. So guess what? Now I have the upper hand. Now I'm in control. Now I have a little more power. Now I know how to calm myself down a little bit. Now it, it empowers kids. And I think right now we all feel so powerless. We all are being driven by fear. Uh, we're overwhelmed. We feel out of control because so much is happening that's out of our control. So my hope also was that this book would give kids a little better sense of control and a little bit uh, more of a feeling of power, you know? Uh, it's so true. I, I, I say that, you know, I've, I've talked to every single audience, um, kindergartners to prisoners to CEOs, and I ask them, what does it feel like when you're not in control of something? And they all answer the exact same way. A kindergartner might say, I feel like my doll being thrown around a room. A prisoner might say, you know, I, I get enraged. I, I'm, I'm angry. A CEO might say frustrated, anxious, but it's all the same. And so if there's a way that we can take our personal power back yep. to feel more in control, and this is the first step. This is really important. I want to read um, about fear because you just mentioned fear. And I, I love that this book goes there. And also I have to talk about the illustrations because yes. you, continue, you continue to learn through the illustrations that are labeled and, uh, and, and, and really, really well done. Um, fear can be unstoppable if you let it take charge. You'll have to shrink your fears before they get too large. Look at your fears in the eyes and imagine them getting smaller. As they shrink in size, you'll find you're feeling taller. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control what you think. Choose to let your fears go. Choose to grow instead of shrink. Often we are scared of things that aren't real or true. Afraid of things that may never happen, letting them darken our skies of blue. We can just pass through this world, moving forward, not looking back. Why be scared of everything? You can take a different track. Wow. Well, <laughs> I, love, I love hearing you read it. It's like making me, like I, I'm a little teary-eyed. I got it in it. It's making me, it's, it's making me feel, feel very good. Um, but yeah, Aww. I think this really speaks to um, this, this page a lot and so many others just uh, ties in with my work with choose love and the messaging of choose love, because yes. you say all the time that, you know, you can't choose what happens to you. You didn't choose your circumstance, but you can choose how you're going to respond to it. And it's the same yes. with feelings. It's the same with decisions and situations and whatever. And so you can choose to grow instead of shrink. And you have grown as a person. I've known you since you were 13. You've grown as a person. You've grown a movement. Uh, you've grown a program, you've grown instead of sh shrinking in a situation that many yes. would shrink in. And fears can be unstoppable if you let them take charge. So you've got to take the reins, you know, and, and taking the reins back. And so I'm hoping that this book allows, you know, children and adults even to do that. And you're right about the illustrations because I didn't even realize this. When I worked with the illustrator, I gave ideas of what I wanted. And the little girl, I didn't really even think about it when I was doing it, but this is how it kind of comes full circle. She is literally doing a brave pose. 
Oh, totally. She, and he, she totally is. She's totally doing a brave pose and she looks really good. And guess what? The fear is Aww. the fear is rolling right off of her because she's doing a brave pose, that. which everybody will know is part of the curriculum. It's the courage, yes. the piece of it. And even the little hearts, which, you know, are all about love and everything. They're even doing brave poses and ah. they're smiling. And, and that's a skill and a tool that choose love. Um, in the program gives it's it's the breathing and the brave pose and these are ways to deal with your anger so you identify your feeling anger you say hello anger I'm going to treat you like a friend here but guess what I'm in charge and now I'm going to do some breathing to kind of reduce those body signs I have that are making me feel not great right and I'm going to do my brave pose and I'm going to start to get control of this fear so it's not going to become unstoppable to me. Like I am stopping it in its tracks and I'm using my tools. And that's where Choose Love gives such great tools and um, skills. And so, yeah, so it's just amazing how it comes full circle. And uh, I think definitely um, the formula uh, speaks to this book because we do talk about, you know, you have to have courage to acknowledge how you're feeling and to face your fears and to have the courage to step outside yourself. And, um, and, and so it, it all is woven together in a really cool way. It really is. And, and so you had mentioned Jesse's message and you're referring to Jesse's message on the chalkboard that he wrote right before he was murdered. And he wrote three words, nurturing, healing, love when he was six years old. And that literally translates along with the example of his tremendous courage when he saved nine of his friends uh, into a powerful formula that can lead you to thoughtfully responding with love, courage, plus gratitude, plus forgiveness, plus compassion and action. And uh, a lot of that is in this book. And it's a tremendous compliment to those that are actually teaching the Choose Love movement in schools, homes, and communities around the world. You know, every time I turn a page, Steph, I think, oh my God, it's so perfect for where we are right now. The next page after fear is lonely. It's not all bad, but, uh, but these are the difficult ones. Um, it's easier to talk about happy, more difficult to talk about lonely. And uh, I love how you do it. So we travel on to the land of lonely, a world just made for one. But this place is nothing to fear. Don't feel like you have to run. It's really quiet here. It seems there's nothing to do. You'll feel oh so bored and perhaps a little blue. It's hard to be alone, to not see a friend in sight. But this lonely world gives us a chance to make and shine our own light. You can feel free to be you. Lift your, let your cares go. Remember how special you are, like a gift with a giant bow. Instead of being afraid of the quiet and the still. We can take time to feel peace and give our bucket a fill. We can do things we love, maybe learn a thing or two. I'm sure you'll find a beautiful new view. This is exactly what I wrote for my blog post for January, 2021. Oh, wow. And I'm literally going to go back and include this page and a reference to your book because this is exactly what kids, adults, we're all going through this realization that, hey, just because, you know, we're still just because, you know, there isn't a flurry of activity, yep. just because we're even alone does not necessarily mean 
that we're lonely. And by the way, that's why social emotional intelligence has an inverse relationship with loneliness because loneliness starts as a thought in our head. And so if you can work through that feeling and understand the thought and even take advantage of where you are and grow through it, it becomes a completely different thing. Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of what I tried to do with anger, that it's like, turn that anger into passion for something you hold dear, right? That anger can be a bad thing uh, yes. if you choose to let it be a bad thing, but it can also be a driving force for good. Turn that anger into passion. There's a lot of energy behind that anger. So what are you going to do with that energy? Is it going to be positive energy or negative energy? How are you mm, going to do Such it? an important choice. And so that's yes. you don't be afraid of your feelings. Guess what? Anger can be really scary. It can be overwhelming. It can be a big feeling. But with that comes a lot of energy that you can channel the way you want to. You're in control of that. If you say hello to anger, treat it like a friend. Say, hey, I got this. I'm going to sit with you here. And now what? Now, what am I going to do with this? You know, and the same with loneliness. It's like loneliness. It depends how you spin that, right? I decided to spin it in a good way. Guess what? This is time for you to fill your bucket up. Self-care, taking care of you. Maybe loneliness is, a, it is telling you something. Maybe you need this time to recharge, regroup, just sit with yourself, just sit by yourself and just be you and, and not influenced by anybody else by the world around you, just be you and feel you and celebrate you. So if you see that again, people are scared of loneliness, right? It's scary. Oh my gosh, I'm by myself. I'm completely alone. You can take yourself down a really negative panicky road, or you can reframe that in a positive way and see it as, okay, this is a cool place I'm at here. And this is what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to take charge of this and I'm going to spin it in a positive light. And it's going to be good and benefit me and help me. You know, I, I've had to do that this year because you, you known me for a long time, Steffi, and I'm usually right in the middle of it. I love being around people. I love my friends. Uh, I'm constantly active. And then, you know, it fit kind of right into where the choose love movement went. I was traveling, I was meeting new people. I was speaking to, to large groups. And then all of a sudden I'm, grounded and I'm, I'm home. And so I've, I've had to, uh, to reframe yep. the experience and, uh, and, and look through it from a different lens. And I, I have been able to do that, but it definitely took effort on my part. Now, I love how you finish this book. <laughs> of course you say, um, the story is over. Our adventure is done. Go out on your own feeling trip live your life, go have fun. Yes. Now that this is where I'm getting teary eyed. <laughs> have a lot of fun, right? Yes. And that was a message that Jesse left to his older brother. And that is so important. Yes, it, it is. And you can't lose sight of that. I mean, there's a lot of challenges and feelings that we have to go through and ups and downs and situations, but you can't lose sight of that whole positive framing of things and the fun. And I think COVID has really, it's been a really tough time for so many. And there's been a lot of loss and a lot of um, challenges. Um, But in it is a time to embrace the moment, seize the moment, have fun. And that kind of prompted me to write the book because I was like, what are you waiting for? 
right? What are you waiting for? Mm. Just do it, you know, and, yes. and have fun with it. And I did have fun with the whole process of self-publishing and taking it. I, I wrote the book in April and then I started working with a publisher and, you know, it released early December, um, but it was a labor of love and it was fun. And I said, you know what? Don't be scared of this go for it. What better time to do it? You have time and this, the world is sort of frozen a little bit. Um, so go pursue your passion and have fun and, um, and go for it and, and do it and seize that moment. And I think Jesse's message is really, really simple words, but powerful because we do sometimes just forget to be present where we are, um, embrace where we are, um, mm -hmm. enjoy where we are, appreciate mm -hmm. and be grateful for mm -hmm. where we are Yes, and, and, and find the fun in it. There is always something, as you say, always, always something to be grateful for. And there's always some fun that you can find in anything, pretty much if you look for it, you know, uh, totally agreed. And Steph, we have had a lot of fun yes. in our lives yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> together for sure. And I love you so much. You mentioned earlier that you would be willing to read the book for us. I will, but I don't want to drag you out if it's, you know, but I would be. Oh my gosh. No, I think we would love that. I would love to, if you don't want, do you oh, want me to great. just go for it right now? Please. Okay. I'm going to use my counselor voice. All right. Okay. Okay. So feelings are a trip. Feelings can be crazy. They can be very difficult too. But feelings are also wonderful. Believe me, it's true. They can take you on a journey like riding in a car or hopping on a plane or train that takes you very far. When we feel different ways, it's like traveling to cool places. There's no need to be scared. Have courage to check out new spaces. Life would be so boring if you stayed right where you are. There's so much to see and feel. Don't be afraid to go far. Let's take a feelings journey. It's just part of life, you know? We don't always know where we're headed, and still we must go. It's exciting to explore, to travel to feeling lands. Feelings make life exciting. Let's go, let's join hands. I think you'll soon see that feelings aren't so bad. They're just a part of life. It's okay to feel happy or sad. Feelings always come and go. We move in and out of each one like traveling to different places. There may be clouds, but we'll see the sun. We'll learn how we're feeling. Our body lets us know. It talks to us with body signs, like it's putting on a show. When we listen to our body signs, it helps us know where we are. If we don't like a feeling land, we can do something to travel far. Okay, let's get going. This adventure must start. There's nothing you need to pack right now. You just need your brain and heart. Open your eyes, see all there is to see. The first land we're headed to will fill your heart with glee. We're going to the land of happy. It's a beautiful, magical place. When you're here, you feel at ease with a smile upon your face. The happy land is filled with all the things that you love. Your heart will soar here as if on the wings of a dove. A happy place is always great. It's quite a lot of fun. Everything is easy here. No clouds, there's only sun. It seems you'll never want to leave when everything feels just right. But life would be quite boring if you only saw one sight. You'll travel to this happy place. Many times you'll ride this train, but the weather isn't always good. Sometimes, of course, it must rain. So while you're here, be grateful for all the good things in your days. You can carry this feeling with you. It will help you in many ways. So on we go to the land of sad. I bet you'd guessed we'd head here. 
It's so different from the happy land. You'll notice there's no cheer. Traveling to the sad land is always really tough. You'll feel lonely. You'll shed a tear. This place can be real tough or rough. You'll feel empty inside. The world can be so bleak. You'll have many words inside your mind, but it may be hard to speak. Sometimes there'll be a reason that you landed in this place. Other times you'll just end up here with a frown upon your face. But you won't be stuck sad. I promise you that. You can help shake this feeling like you're taking off a hat. Think of things that make you smile. Do the things you love to do. Talk to your favorite people. This will pass. You'll get through. You may be here a moment or you may struggle a lot. But no, you're never alone. Most certainly not. It's okay to feel sad. Everyone feels this way. Feel what you feel in this place. Then look to a brighter day. You may need someone to guide you, to help you out of this place. Just look all around you and you'll find a loving face. Okay, let's move on to the next feeling spot. When you get to this place, you'll see red. You'll feel hot. Can you guess where we're heading? That's right, the land of mad. You'll feel all worked up here, ready to explode, far from glad. In this place, you'll feel so angry. Your body will feel tight. You're filled with emotion like nothing's going right. In this world, you'll feel ready to yell and to fight. Your fists will be clenched. There's no peace in sight. This place is challenging. It will be hard to think straight. When you're filled with anger, you'll want to act, but you must wait. When you're mad, it's so easy to hurt others and even you. But this won't solve your problems. There are other things you can do. It will be easy to lose control, but you must keep your cool. Take a deep breath and think first. Don't act like a fool. Say hello to anger. Treat it like a friend. Do things to be calm. Don't break, just bend. Like a boiling pot of water, you must let go of the steam. If you stay in control, you'll be on the winning team. Hang in there, cool down, then your vision will surely clear. Turn that anger into passion for something you hold dear. Now you can move on to a totally different place. Here you'll feel so different, your confidence gone without a trace. You found the land of worried, you'll feel so unsure. Imagine being sick with absolutely no cure. Your mind will surely race. You may have an upset tummy. With a fast racing heart, you'll feel awfully crummy. Your mind will tell you things that really aren't true. You'll feel so uncertain, like you haven't a clue. Worry ruins everything. It takes your energy and leaves you stuck. You can't do a thing when you're middle of that muck. Worry doesn't help things. It only gets in the way. It makes it quite impossible to enjoy a perfectly good day. You'll have to change those messages that are running through your brain. Replace them with happy thoughts. Get rid of the clouds and the rain. Wave goodbye to all your worries, each and every one. You'll feel a weight is lifted when you're rid of that ton. We'll leave this place and head out to a land that may feel the same. You feel like you're in the middle of a terrifying game. That's right, you're in the land of scared. You'll toss and turn all through the night. It seems that everywhere you turn, something will give you great fright. All those worries will creep back in, but this time they've grown in size. You'll see just about everything through wide, fearful eyes. Sweaty palms and shaky hands, your heart's pounding in your chest. Your mind will race again, giving you no rest. Fear can be unstoppable if you let it take charge. You'll have to shrink your fears before they get too large. Look your fears in the eyes and imagine them getting smaller. As they shrink in size, you'll find you're feeling taller. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control what you think. Choose to let your fears go. Choose to grow instead of shrink. Often we are scared of things that aren't even real or true. Afraid of things that may never happen. Moving forward, not looking back. Why be scared of everything? You can take a different track. So we travel on to the land of lonely. 
a world just made for one. But this place is nothing to fear. Don't feel like you have to run. It's really quiet here. It seems there's nothing to do. You'll feel oh so bored and perhaps a little blue. It's hard to be alone, to not see a friend in sight. But this lonely world gives us a chance to make and shine our own light. You can feel free to be you. Let your cares go. Remember how special you are like a gift with a giant bow. Instead of being afraid of the quiet and the still, we can take time to feel peace and give our bucket a fill. We can do things we love, maybe learn a thing or two. I'm sure you will find a beautiful new view. Can you guess where we are? This place will give you a thrill. You'll be filled with energy. You won't want to chill. It's the excited land, a great place to stop. You'll feel so alive, like a firework about to pop. It may be hard to catch your breath when excitement fills you up. There's so much to look forward to, like an overflowing cup. There's probably a reason that you've ended up here. Good things are happening. You got reasons to cheer. And when you're in this world, you'll forget about the rest. You'll feel so amazing, like you can pass any test. You'll go on this feeling's journey so many times in your days, exploring these and more worlds, feeling all sorts of ways. All these feelings are important. You need to feel each one. You have to see the darkness to appreciate the sun. This feelings trip is like a rainbow, rich with feelings of all shades and hues. Everyone's trip a little different, everyone walking in their own shoes. You couldn't have a rainbow with just a color or two. So appreciate all the colors, the red, pink, green, and blue. You'll travel around these worlds, seeing each one, feeling them all. You'll remember getting through hard ones. You'll learn to stumble, but not fall. Many feelings you've faced before, others will be new. Embrace each feeling world. Just be the best you. Now this story is over, our adventure is done. Go out on your own feelings trip. Live your life. Go have fun. And, and I Steffi. appreciate you um, supporting the book. And I, I'm excited this about it. And I, I owe a lot to the Choose Love movement and to you for uh, being the catalyst for inspiring a lot of these words. This book, uh, for all that do uh, the Choose Love movement, we're going to incorporate into the Choose Love movement. So you will be seeing this. And as you were reading, I was thinking, wow, I bet a oh, lot yeah. of people recognize your voice from the videos that you that created for each of the I character values those. for the elementary yes, school yes, program. It's funny because sometimes <laughs> my kids will hear them and they're like, they can't rec register that that's mom, but that's also the video. That's it's weird. Yeah. But that is me. That is me. Yes. yes. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. But yes, I hope um, people will enjoy the book and I hope it's comforting to some. I hope it's empowering to some. I hope it um, opens up some dialogue and helps feelings be a little bit, more manageable to many. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for this gift. It really is. It came at the perfect time. We're going to get the word out about it. Everyone should have a copy of this book in their home, really regardless of how old your kids are. It's a great family book. It's a great reminder. It teaches some of the most important lessons, life, essential life lessons that you can learn. So thank you for this gift. Steffi and thank you for being who you are and all that you've done for the choose love movement and for being such a loving and supporting friend for most of my life. I love you so much. Absolutely. And right I look forward to what tenfold. we will create together in the future. And cheers to a great new year.